Hey, how's it going? Welcome. 182, episode 182. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Maya? How you know, did your first week treat you? Um, it actually treated me pretty well. It's a roller coaster ride when it, when it comes to playing fantasy, and and I'm new to whole the whole betting thing too. So like, it was a, a roller coaster between betting my fantasy team and my actual NFL team. So it was a really big roller coaster. You know, as long as you hit on one of those, it's it a good was, week. and it was fun. It was definitely fun. It was heartbreaking. It was fun. It was more heartbreaking, but it was fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, heartbreaking. It, it was heartbreaking. But before, uh, actually, before I say that, um, I just want to <laughs> tell the listeners. Um, welcome on in, guys. Welcome on into the show. Uh, as you can tell from the intro, we're not professionals of this at all, but this is FS Podcast, so you know what? Get used to it. We like to vent and kind of, what do we call those 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 things we talk about on the side? What is it called? Uh, side note. Side note. Thank you. I just said it. I just said it, too. Those we sides that we note. The sides that we note. Yeah. So we do a lot of side notes, so it's always fun, though. We're, uh, but we're talking about fantasy football. We're here to entertain you guys, give you guys fantasy football advice. And as Jagger was saying about week one, um, it was very, very sad on the fancy side of things because a lot of the teams that were supposed to have efficient players like the Bengals Oof. and the Bills and and um uh crap <laughs> the Chiefs, thank yeah. you. Like all these like playoff teams that had like all these awesome players on your on your fancy team on the offense. The Jets. The That's Je- another one. Yeah, the Jets. They just didn't perform well. I mean, obviously, if you had, like, Justin Jefferson and Christian McCaffrey, you guys did amazing, right? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. You won the league. You won the league. But, like, Austin Eckler, like, like the Chargers. Like, I feel like these playoff-bound teams in the NFL did not have a good week one. No. I just felt like there was a lot of upsets. I mean, obviously, the the Chiefs lost to the Lions, you know what I mean? Uh, The Bengals lost to the Browns. Um, So, it, it it was very weird. But also, it was... Really nice to watch the debuts of the rookie QBs. It's pretty fun to watch that. Yep, yep. Um, Anthony Richardson, solid. Yeah, probably one of the best ones out there. Out of, Young, not so solid. Not so solid. No. Um, more like liquid. Yeah, CJ Stroud too was yep. not so solid. Also, he was all right, but he was he. Bryce Young was definitely the worst performance. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, I I don't blame him though because to be fair, when you get drafted as number one pick, obviously you're gonna you know go it's on, gonna be rough. Yeah, because you're going on the team that's obviously the biggest underdog, unless you're the Cardinals. Worse, you know, in in the NFL. Yeah. Again, side note: unless you're not the Cardinals, but the Cardinals surprisingly almost took a win against the Washington Commanders. They did, but Sam Howell goaded. Goaded was my start of the week last week. Goated. And and after watching the Cardinals week one game against the uh, the Commanders, I do not want any part of that offense. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> no. Like J- even James Connors, bro. I just I wouldn't even want James Connor. Like no, I no. I just don't want to risk it. Um, but yeah. So how was you guys' week one? I hope you guys had fun. I hope you guys. You know, won your first week in fantasy. Unlike, I hope you're still undefeated. I hope you're undefeated. Unless you're like me and lost the first week. Uh, fun fact, this is my first loss, actually. Uh, I mean, this is my first time starting the season with an L. Starting with it 0-1. Oh. The f- ever since I played fantasy football, I've always started off 1-0. Oh. But now, okay, well, this is a different... Okay, I different, understand your pain. Different bounds of water I'm in here. I don't know what to do. Like, where do I go? Do I swim? Do I sink? What do I do? Like, I don't... Yep. I understand your pain with not this year, uh, but in the past. In the past, because I'm one and zero. Yeah, could not imagine being zero and one. Hey man, at least my NFL team is one and zero. 
Well, you know, like I said, Waya, when you're talking about the whole sports betting and your fantasy, as long as one of those hit, it's a good week. <laughs> it's a good My week. My fantasy team, it hit pretty good. So it's a good week. Yeah. Yeah. We don't talk about the Bears. They're atrocious. They suck. Hey, the Raiders won. All right, week one. When is a win? Even though we won by one point, a win is a win. Detroit? <laughs> Detroit? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so how would you guys' week one? Uh, so, but obviously, as you guys can tell, um, we're recording on a Tuesday for us. Uh, so this episode will probably come out tomorrow morning on a Wednesday. Well, it'll um, come out tonight, but you'll probably see it. Yeah, you'll probably see it. Uh, so we were going to talk about, obviously, we got started the week going into week two. And then we're going to talk about news, about what happened in week one. But also, we got a little bit of a wave of wire. I know it might be a little difficult because by the time you listen to this episode, it's probably already gone through the system. Yeah. So, but... um, It's people, who knows? Maybe they didn't get picked up. Maybe they didn't get picked up yet. Yeah. But how was, how did you feel about week one, Jagger? You asked me how I felt about week one. How did Honestly, you feel about week one? I thought it was... Again, uh, I actually have to agree with you. It was kind of a roller coaster ride, to be honest. Was it? I've uh, mainly for the fact. Okay, so right, so I got Justin Jefferson. I had the first pick. Right? Yeah. Obviously, he was gonna have a good day. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, Twelve targets, insane. Unfortunately, yeah. they lost. Have you seen that picture they sent out of Justin Jefferson after the loss, and he's just sitting there on the bench? Yeah, I did see that one. Everyone thinks he's gonna want to leave now. I feel him. A hundred percent, I feel him. <laughs> Um, but honestly, the biggest thing was, uh, Brian Robinson, I felt like was a huge surprise. A lot of people were wondering if it was going to be a split backfield or not. And it completely wasn't. Yeah. Brian Robinson just took it and ran. To be fair, if you are Antonio Gibson owners coming from the heart, honestly, I think you guys should just drop him. Yeah. There's really no point. I don't know if you would drop him right away. Maybe you can get some trade value for him because Antonio... The name Antonio Gibson is actually pretty good. With the points? Um, Antonio Gibson? Yeah, the points is not that great. Um, but honestly, if he, unless you have Brian Robinson uh, uh, as the only RB over there, I would just get rid of Antonio Gibson on your team. At this point, I think he would, like, for the rest of the year, I feel like he would just fill up a roster spot. Yep. Uh, another one actually was the duo in Atlanta. The dual running backs, Tyler Algier and Bajan. Now, that one was very surprising. It was. They both had great fantasy days. Yeah, I'm not complaining. No. Like, people are like, oh, they give, they give the you know the carries to Algier also. But, yeah, when you think about it, they had the same amount of carries. Like, I think they had, like, 13 carries each. Mm-hmm. I, I Maybe Algier had, like, two more than, than Brian Robinson. I mean, than um, Bijan Robinson. Um, but it was very – it was a very, like – it would kind of remind me of like a Nick Chubb slash Cream Hunt type of deal, yeah, you know, when you had yeah. two running backs like that in the backfield that scored great for your fantasy team, and that's so, exactly what they did. I think Algier had like what two touchdowns? Uh, Algier had two touchdowns, and he had five more carries than Bajan. It was five more, and that's correct. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, definitely one of those wire uh, waiver wire pickups, I believe. Sure. I wouldn't like at that point. I think they're going to continue with that because their quarterback wasn't that great. No. So they're going to rely more on the running game, so they're going to need both. I don't think, you know, being a rookie, Bajan Robinson, I don't think they're going to give the full workload to him. I hope they don't because they do. That's a higher risk of energy. energy, yeah. energy. <laughs> that's, that's what true. I need. Uh, injury. Um, so I would pick up Algier on the waiver wire and start him in your fantasy as an RB2, even a flex throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I will say, too, it was actually kind of surprising for the tight ends this week. A lot Horrible. of – Tight ends this 
Because, you know, you usually have one or two that just, like, go off. 20 yeah. plus, right? Not this week. Uh, the <laughs> the highest points a tight end got uh, last week was, you want to guess, Will? Oh, okay. Um, Six. Uh, no, it was actually 17 by Hunter Henry. And this is full PPR I'm talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but it was 17. Hayden Hurst got 15 on Carolina. No one thought Hayden Hurst was going to pop off. Yeah, nobody. Uh, TJ Hawkinson got around 12. But like I said, you don't have anyone besides Hunter Henry, really, that just popped off. Yeah, and the big names like Mark Andrews, Kelsey, Kittle, all these guys, Waller. Yep. Nowhere to be found. I get, you know, Andrews and Kittle. I mean, Kelsey were hurt. They didn't play week one. Yeah, Waller only got seven points. I'm rounding up, of course. but Yeah, he it wasn't even in the top five. Kittle as well. He he didn't even crack five. Yeah, so. Five points, not five. Surprisingly, though, look at our boy Zach Ertz, though. He got ten targets. That's kind of crazy. It I is. I can't lie for a tight end, especially um, on the Cardinals. I am happy, though, to see Zach Ertz is back. Yeah. I'm very happy to see that. Uh, the thing is, though, I don't know how to feel about him. Like, okay, eight points in full PPR for a tight end is pretty good. Well, I'm just very scared of the quarterback. That's all. That's yeah. all it is because. Well, also, too, you got Trey McBride over there still. Yeah. Who also got, he only got two targets, but he still had four points. And I know they drafted a rookie tight end also. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but Josh Dobbs sucks <laughs> i'm not even gonna put it nicely it's just garbage they should have stopped with colt mccoy <sighs> but now he's over there in dallas yeah he actually got to play this week he did huh yeah uh because uh, he got blown out yeah because it mean, was 40 to zero well, i mean let me rephrase that the cowboys didn't get blown out the defense of the cowboys blown out the giants it was just a sunday night game that was supposed to be really good and it yep. just wasn't and daniel jones looked like the guy that can't do anything bro he yep yeah, it just it, it was not a great game for the Giants side of the ball. If you're talking about defense, bro, if you had the Dallas Cowboys defense, you probably won your week. You probably won your week. I'm pretty sure that guy's that. I mean, that defense alone saved a lot of wins yeah, in fantasy. They got almost 40 points. Yeah, which is insane for a defense. Yeah. So, but. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Obviously, Tyreek had a good week. We talked about him. You know what's very surprising, too? Brandon Ayuk with the 49ers. Yes. Um, this guy averaged around 30 points in each league. We're talking about PPR and standard also. Mm-hmm. Um, this was very surprising because, obviously, you know, Debo Samuel is the number one wide receiver. You also got, you know, Kittle over there and um, Christian McCaffrey, who is also amazing. But I'm very surprised that Brandon Ayuk was utilized like that. As much. As much. I, I don't know how to take it because looking at the past couple of years since he was a rookie, he was very he was he was a huge gamble to start in your lineup. He wasn't no guaranteed guy to get you fourteen to you know, twenty points per game. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just gonna write it down right now. I'm gonna say the only reason why he did that is because they were playing against the, the Steelers and the Steelers was not really great on defense, and so they kind of yeah. just playground. I feel like against the Steelers, and just like you know what, let's keep the ball to Ayuk again. You know what I mean? So, okay. Also like that. So another wide receiver, in my opinion, that came out of nowhere was uh, the rookie in uh, Los Angeles with the Rams. Oh, Tutu. Uh, yeah, Puka Nakua. Nakua. So 
like I said, I even said it in starts of the week. I oh, honestly God. thought Van Jefferson was going to be taking over the role. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I was wrong. Uh, Puka came over here and dropped 22 points in full PPR. Yeah. If you guys have 15 been, targets. If you guys have Van Jefferson owners and you guys streamed them in week one, I'm sorry. Um, he didn't perform as we thought he would, but at this point moving on, I feel like Van Jefferson is a guy that should be benched or dropped. I would say benched. I wouldn't say drop because right now they're going to have uh, two weeks of tough matchups. They've got San Fran and Cincinnati. Yeah. So I would say if you do pick up uh, Puka, just Even temper your expectations. Yeah. So when Cooper Cup does come back and you have Puka – I would still keep him. Yeah. I wouldn't drop him. If you have Van Jefferson, then I would drop him. Yeah, um, when Cooper Cup comes when back. When Cooper Cup does come back. So, but Definitely an, one of the major uh, wave wire pickups going into week two. He for sure is. is I guarantee is almost everyone's going to be picking everyone's up. Everyone's going to be picking up Puka. So. Because no one had him. No one had him. <laughs> Nobody. No one expected a rookie like that to perform really well with, with Matthew Stafford. The thing is, it's just really... 15 targets is insane for any position. Yeah. And he caught 10 of those. He did. And that's huge in PPR, man. That's really. 10 targets for 120 yards. Yeah. That's. You're solid. Solid. But I'm glad to see it, though. If Puka makes a permanent stay in the roster, that'll be good for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, Good for fantasy as well. But also, too, another wide receiver I want to talk about is Calvin Ridley. He is back. Yeah, he. It felt like he never left. Like no. he, he legit just came back and picked off where he left off. You know, it's crazy, and I really feel bad because I really liked Christian Kirk last year with Both did yeah with Trevor Lawrence. But at this point, man, I I don't know. I I would rather have uh a, like a a Brandon Cooks than uh the wide receiver right now over there for the who are we talking about? Calvin Ridley. Thank you. <laughs> Christian Kirk, I, I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys. That I had a weird moment. I my brain just they went. Just had a mild stroke. Yeah, it, it just went blank, and I'm like, Where who am I? Who am I talking to right now? Or who am I talking to? <laughs> yeah, going back to it, I'd rather have Brandon Cooks than. <sighs> Please. Than Christian Kirk. Thank you. I'm sorry, guys. I had a doctor's appointment, and I'm, I found out I found out things are wrong with me. Then I uh. uh yeah, so I would rather have a Brandon Cooks and a Brandon Ayuk actually rather than Christian Kirk, just due to the fact because he even got Evan Ingram over there still, who still got targets and was actually in the top ten tight ends this week. Yep, my he boy. was in and there at, at number five. Mm-hmm. So I would rather have a Brandon Cooks. I'd rather have a um, Elijah Moore than. Uh, yep. Christian Cook with uh, Calvin Ridley over there. Because I feel like Calvin Ridley is just going to take over, which is good, which is yeah. great. If you draft him for what he's worth, then, yes, he's going to have an amazing year with Calvin Ridley. A lot of people, honestly, probably got a steal of a draft for Calvin Yeah, definitely. Ridley. He's at this pace. I know this is only week one, but he could definitely be in top ten at the end for of the sure. year. And, again, it's only week one. Only week one. Overreactions is everything in for week sure. one. This is the prime week to make trades for those people who lost. Yeah. We haven't said that yet, but for sure do that. Because some people are already selling. I'm going to shout out one of our league members who put half his team up on the trade block uh, this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that, too. <laughs> he put up, like, Bajan Robinson on the trade block, too. I was just like, what? <laughs> Why? He's trying to get some offers, see what's I going guess. on. Uh, gamble a little. A running back I want to talk about is uh, Kyrene Williams, the back behind Cam Akers out with the Rams. Another Rams player. Yes. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Look, this one is very surprising. What's up with these Rams players? Just Alpha Sun coming out of nowhere. And I will say this. So if you even take the two touchdowns he had, he would have walked out with like five points. Yeah. But I believe he was actually out there for more snaps than Cam Akers was. Yeah, he, yeah, he is was. definitely uh, he outsnapped Cam Akers. He got two touchdowns, obviously. They're definitely going to be utilizing him a lot more. The only thing that sucks is that if you do, because he's one of the top three waiver pickups this week. For sure, he's right up there with Puka. And depending on your waiver wire, depending if you use Fab Money or if you use like the regular waiver, um, it, it's just really bad because if you use, if you spend a lot of money or amount on him. His next two games are against the, the 49ers and the Bengals. Yeah, like we talked about with Puka. Yeah, it's just a tough, uh, it's a tough matchup. And for you to spend a lot, you would have to wait till like week four when they play the Colts to yeah. finally see him be utilized but a even lot. Even after that, they play Philly the week afterwards. Yeah, but then you got the – look at this. But then you got the Cardinals and it, then the Steelers. Oh. So that's a solid two weeks right there. But, but then I'm, you got Dallas. Yeah, then you got Dallas. Uh, Gulp. But then I'm just saying, like – you could spend a lot of money and, and waiver wire pickups on, on Williams, Kyrie Williams with the Rams, the running back. It's just like the next two weeks are going to be really difficult to rather start him. You know what I mean? Yeah, because sure. those are really tough defenses going against. So, I, I mean, he's a big waiver pickup. For sure. Definitely. I see a lot of people picking him up. I week. do, too. It's just like I said, the next, the next two games are probably very difficult to start him. Yeah. So. Um, that's kind of the main ones. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. Good job. Yeah. We already talked about that. Yeah. Um, we already... Also, to the Cardinals defense. Surprisingly, yeah. A lot of points. A lot of points. Uh, oh, and, and when we talk about players that did not perform really well, like the big players' names. I'm not, they still had a decent outage. They had a decent outage, but we're not going to go every single one of, like, Josh Allen and, and yeah. you know what I mean? So, like. It's it's week one. I wouldn't be worried. You, you drafted them to play them each week, and that's exactly what you're going to do even though they have a bad week yep. one. So. Yep, for sure. Uh, honestly, that's it for as far as major players or just breakout players that I kinda, saw happening. Kind of like a uh, review from last week, Yeah, so week one. Uh, but it kind of leads me into uh, a little bit of the news that we were talking about. Well, then we just fully get into the news. A little bit. So, for me, mainly, it, I want to hit on the Aaron Rodgers one first. Um, not mm-hmm. because I'm like, ooh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt uh, from a Bears fan. Yeah. It's more from, so, Aaron Rodgers plays four snaps. Mm-hmm. He's out there for, someone timed it, 108 seconds of the NFL season. He played, gets sacked, stands up, sits right back down, goes to the locker room, news comes out today. He's got a torn Achilles. Out for the season. He's out for the season. He's done already. It's crazy. It's so heartbreaking for the Jets fan base. But not only that, but the bro had an amazing intro. The dude is running He's out. The flag. The American flag. There was smoke, fireworks. It looked like a full-on American. Like this, That scene, that intro right there, yeah. that's a definition of America right there, bro. It's like the movie. The you're movie. You're watching a, a sports movie. Yeah, like where, how is America? You showed him that intro right there that Aaron Rodgers did. But the dude had an amazing intro, and unfortunately, he just tore his Achilles. The first four snaps in the play. But not only do I feel bad for the Jets fan base, but I also feel bad for the Jets owners or fantasy owners of Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Because, as we both know, for the past two years, when Zach Wilson is in at QB, the wide receivers are never great 
in fantasy relevance, they never give you points. And it's all due to the fact of Zach Wilson being a QB. Garrett Wilson was only good this week. He salvaged his week from that touchdown. That's it. That's from that touchdown. Because otherwise, he got five targets, five catches for 34 yards. Yeah, and not only that, but, like, the only reason why he got that touchdown, he had to bobble for that ball. Oh, yeah. If you guys didn't see the play, look it up. Garrett Wilson's touchdown on on Monday night. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't a direct pass to him. He had a legit bobble for that like touchdown. Zach Wilson threw it to his right. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Wilson's right a little bit, and it, he had to like put it back in place, catch it, bounced it with his right hand, caught it with his left hand. It wasn't a perfect pass, you know. Which so, is Zach Wilson. Which is Zach Wilson. So like, they're gonna rely a lot more on the RBs, meaning Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Brees Hall was amazing. Even Michael Carter. Michael Carter was out there getting some few yeah, snaps. Yeah, he was too. But Brees Hall was amazing, dude. The dude. Oh. People are wondering like how he's gonna be after his injury because he had a full on ACL tear last season yep. and was out for the whole season. I believe it was week seven. Yeah, it was in the middle of the week. It wasn't even the beginning of the year like Rogers, right? Mm-hmm. And um But people, the stat line. Yeah. Ten he was out there for ten, count up ten snaps. Got hundred and twenty seven yards. That's crazy. Had almost sixteen points. He almost had the, like that eighty three yard touchdown. If he, he had a little bit of gas in him, he probably would have scored that touchdown. I liked a lot of people, uh they saw that play and they were uh, roasting Garrett Wilson because he was the lead blocker. Because mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson's sitting there celebrating and you look, but it's like the defender is already ahead of Garrett Wilson. Yeah. If he tries to block the defender, he's gonna get a block in the back and they're gonna bring the touchdown back. Yeah. So it's like sorry, but just keep going. Yeah, and just keep running. I will say this, because I did have a bet, and I will say now, on Dalvin Cook scoring, so when Brees Hall rips that 83-yard run, I'm sitting there just like, please, I was, stop him, stop him, please, please, I was thinking please. the same thing, bro, because I, I had a uh, stat line, too, for Dalvin Cook to score a touchdown, which he didn't, by the way, if you no. guys didn't watch the game at all. Um, But, yeah, after the, I was thinking the same thing. After that run, and he, they stopped at the five-yard line, I was like, bro, just give Dalvin Cook at the exactly. goal line. Exactly. And it didn't happen. It didn't. They, they ended off, I think they ended that thing with the field goal. Yeah. So, because I'm sitting there, they, I don't even think they had Dalvin Cook in for the rest of that drive. No. And I'm just like, give it to Dalvin Cook on the outside because he's great at running outside runs and just let him do his thing. Yeah. Because he did a lot of outside runs and ripped him. Yeah. So, but if you have Brees Hall, you are solid because they're going to give him a lot of the workload. It's like he didn't even miss a step. Yeah. If he's you right have back. Dalvin Cook, you also can start him week to week because they're going to rely mm. on him also for the running back. I mean,. I don't know about next week. So, Dalvin Cook ended this week off with nine points. Yeah. Uh, he plays Dallas next week, which, in my opinion, is an even tougher defense than uh, okay. Buffalo. Yeah, you're right. Let me rephrase that. You can start um, Dalvin Cook week to week, depending on the defense. Yeah. You can start Brees Hall week to week. Oh, it yeah. Don't Brees Hall, no matter what. Um, also, Garrett Wilson, look, man, your wide receiver number one has now gone to a flex position. I don't uh, even. I wouldn't say a flex. I'd say more like a wide receiver two or a three. No. I wouldn't say flex. I feel like a flex because, bro, I have no faith in Zach Wilson. <laughs> not at all. I'm just saying. I'm not going to rely on Garrett Wilson to give me a 17 well, to no. 20 point He's not a game. wide receiver one at all. No. I wouldn't even say a high-end wide receiver two. It's more of a low-end two. But a <laughs> like a Chris okay Godwin three. can do better than him. Yeah, I feel for like. sure. But I will say this. I felt like... Not that I'm going to say Zach Wilson good now, 
but I felt like he did improve a little bit. Maybe it could be different. Maybe it's different with Aaron Rodgers. You know, yeah. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers could be mentoring him, but I don't Maybe. know. Have you seen a look on his face? I don't know if I want to mentor Zach Wilson. That's I don't. True. I definitely never want to bring my mom's friend around him, so <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, but did you also see the news that came out from the head coach of the Jets, uh, Robert Salehi, I believe? Yeah. Uh, that this is Zach Wilson's team now. Yeah, that's it. That they're, they're that's going their in on Zach Wilson again. There were rumors about them picking up free agencies, uh, QBs, or going somebody. in on Zach. Third year, third time in a row. Third so. time's a charm, as they say. You I know. Guess so we're gonna find out. I have no faith. I think they're gonna plummet. You know what I mean? I, I don't. Brees see Hall it. is gonna be wearing the backpack. Besides Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, there's no, I do not want anything on that offense at yeah. all. Which is a shame because you put Aaron Rodgers at the helm and it's like, oh, I want everybody. Yeah. Like we were talking Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and it's just, no, I don't want nobody. Yeah. Just give me Brees Hall. It, it kind of just reminds me of the Chiefs uh, wide receiver room. I don't want nobody in the wide receiver room at all. Well, I know for a fact no one wants Kadarius Tony. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, uh, again, heartbreaking news for Aaron Rodgers. Sucks. It does. Um, also, because we're on torn Achilles, I... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, this is yours. You go ahead on this one. Yeah, so, unfortunately, in week one, J.K. Dobbins, the running back for the Ravens, tore his Achilles midway through the game. Mm-hmm. But he tore it after he scored a touchdown. So you had that. It looked great. Bro looked great. I know he had history in the past from his leg injury. I know he's hasn't played a lot the last two seasons due to his leg injury. Mm-hmm. But this, bro, I'm going to say it right now. This is a stamp of approval. I hate to see a running back like him go down with a torn Achilles. But, man, after looking at his history. Is this a glass leg? This guy's production? going in the glass leg committee. No, yep. He stamped his card. He's in there. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but he's in there, and I don't wow. want him no more. I honestly think it's going to be hard for him to come back from this Achilles tear because he tore his ACL last year. Yeah. And the year before that, his MCL. So, you know what I mean? So, it's just. That's true. That's true. So, it's just, I don't want any part of. Okay. If you lost J.K. Dobbins coming from me, I personally, I really don't want to touch anybody in the RB room. I don't want to. Well, touch, Lamar's pretty good. Lamar is great. But, like, when you look at the RB room. In the Ravens, you got Justin Hill, and then you got Gus Edwards, and then they're also going to sign Melvin Gordon from the practice squad. Yeah. And then you got Freeman, Devontae Freeman over there still. I really just don't want no part of this RB room in the Ravens unless you need a streaming RB. Maybe you can choose one of them depending on how the performance is in week two. I would say, honestly, the only one. So Justice Hill, he did step in, and he had two touchdowns. It saved his week. Uh, Gus Edwards, on the other hand, had six points. I'm around up. I'm around up. Um, and they play Cincinnati next week. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna so agree with Leah. Honestly, I don't want any. I don't want anyone. I don't want anybody. I don't. You just. You, I'd rather have a Keon Williams. I'd rather have a Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. I would rather have Tyler Algier. I'd rather have Tyler Algier than um, uh, trying to pick one of those RBs in the in the running back room. Again, this is very sad because this also really hurts me because he was set in stone to be my RB2. Yep. I'm really sad because each year I played, I've always focused on my running backs. This year, I really didn't. And Ouch. it was a big hit when I lost J.K. Dobbins. Um, so right now, if you're like me, you're trying to scramble, for, uh, scramble around for a RB to replace J.K. Dobbins. Um, you're either going to have to go trade for somebody 
or depending on our starts of the week and waiver wire that we picked, we talked about earlier, um, running these RBs can step up in that row, I feel like. Yeah. So, especially with Williams from the, the Rams, Kenneth Gainwell with the Eagles, and Tyler Igier from the Falcons. I I'm, I feel comfortable having one of those guys and trying to worry about the RB running room. For sure. In, in Baltimore. But, yeah, that is also very sad towards Achilles out for the season. Damn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, some more injury news. Deontay Johnson had a hamstring injury. I heard it was really bad. I actually saw him go down. He did go straight to the leg once he went down. Really? Holding it, yeah. Um, news reports came out saying it is week week, and likely he's probably going to go into IR and be out for a month. Dang. So what does that mean? If you have George Pickens, it's all for the picking right there, man. Sure he, that's only the target they've got. I mean, they got Najee Harris, but Najee Harris didn't perform really well. Najee hasn't been the same since Ben left. Yeah, not, not since Ben left. So, unfortunate for Deontay Johnson, he will probably be out for at least a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so and you have uh, unfortunate. He was so the one I want to talk about is one who was on starts of the week a few times last year. And that's the Broncos tight end Greg Dolchich. Oh yes, he will also be sidelined multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. Also, um, another breakout wide receiver performance: Jacoby Myers for the Las yes. Vegas Raiders. Um, he did amazing. Um, he killed like thirty points in fantasy football in PPR. Um, unfortunately, though, at the end of the towards the end of the game, he was hit pretty hard in the head, and now he's under concussion protocol. So he could miss a game. So he probably will miss week two going into uh, you know obviously week two. I don't want to say it twice, but uh, unfortunately, I did going into week two. Going into week two of week two. Um, but yeah, NFL so he is in, in <laughs> <laughs> concussion protocol. So. I think that's pretty much it for news. There was a, I didn't feel like we – I feel like, honestly, uh, we didn't have a lot of news. It was mainly focused on injury. The injury. Two major ones. It was. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you're Aaron Rodgers' owners, you either dropped him or you're holding on to him for sentimental sake. Yeah. Yeah. If you have an IR spot – I hate to say it, too. Even if you have an IR spot in your league, still just drop him. Yeah. Because he's done for the year. Done for the year. So they're not going to do no voodoo witchcraft magic and get him back. Get him back. Also, I, I feel bad for those uh, tight end owners that own uh, Mark Andrews because actually it came out on Sunday morning that he was going to be out for the game. Mm-hmm. I woke up and I'm lucky I woke up in time. I woke up and I was You're like, about to start him. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he was still in my lineup. And he's like, oh, he's out for week one. And I was like, oh. and that's when I went with my board, Juwan Johnson. Yep, yep. So. Uh, no tie-ins were good anyways. We no, can't. they weren't. I had Kittle this week, and it's just like, oh, well, we'll let you know when news comes out. I didn't get no news update. I still had him started. Yeah. Thankfully, he started, even though, like, I hate to say it, the four points. Yeah. He would have got zero points. I still would have won, but whatever. Just a little disappointing on the tight end front this year. Yeah. Or week, not year. So I guess start of the year. Anyway, so I feel like well, it's that time of the day. It starts of the week time? Starts of the week. Going in a week two. Let's go. And uh, we might have a little surprise at the end, maybe. Really? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. We'll see, depending. All right. So, starts of the week. Before we get into our next start of the week, can we talk about our starts of the week from week one? So, yeah, let me pull mine up here. So, I had Derek Carr. Okay, and okay. 
He did pretty well. He yeah, had a total yeah. of 15 points in full PPR. And can I say this? I was correct when this when I said this guy likes to throw deep bombs down the field. Oh, he does. That's he does. all he did in week one with against the Titans. And it worked out. They only won by one point, but yet he was still able to find his targets. And those wide receivers got great points. He brought Michael Thomas back alive. He Michael did. Thomas looked great. In it wasn't the first no goal. crazy. It wasn't crazy, but it's like, bro, I forgot. Michael Thomas is still in the lineup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who could know what we're going to see for the future of, of Michael Thomas throughout the Slant season? Boy is back. Slant Boy is back. Um, but, so, yeah. Can I state, I want to touch on my tight end. Go for it. Uh, the position in football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got you. So, like I said, my if you listen to last episode. What are you doing here? Why didn't you listen to last episode? <laughs> you probably lost your fantasy week. <laughs> exactly. So, my tight end of... Uh, the start of the week last week was Jake Ferguson with the Cowboys. So, look. All right. He played the Giants. Absolute <laughs> blowout, right? Yeah, it was all defense. It was. It was all defense. Absolute Offense was, hair, uh, was barely on the like, field. Pollard was the only good thing you could have had. Yeah. But, so Jake Ferguson, uh, here's what's crazy. He had seven targets. That is so pretty crazy. Uh, the problem is... He had a mild case of the dropsies. Not even mild. Extreme case of the dropsies. And he only caught two of those. Oh, he got a little bit of Kadarius Tony. A little bit. That, okay. uh, because I was watching that game. I'm pretty sure you were. But when they'd throw it to Jake Ferguson, it would just, like, bounce off his hand. <laughs> like, he just forgot how to catch. Sorry, Jake. But, look, you're a rookie this year. Is that, if Dak Prescott's throwing you seven targets a game, yeah, you got to catch at least, like, I don't know, half of those. Obviously, you can't catch 3.5, but you know what I mean. He ended the week off only with three points. But judging how most of the tight ends did this week. Not bad. I guess it wasn't that bad for tight end position. This is what we're talking about, tight end position. Mine was John Johnson with the Saints. Again, I had the combo with uh, Derek Carr. And he didn't do too bad for a tight end in week one. He had a total of six points, probably seven. Um not bad for a tight end with Derek Carr. We talked about Derek Carr's relationship with the tight end position. Uh, honestly, I kind of think I'm going to leave it at that uh, about his six points uh, going into week two. I think I would probably move on from a different yeah. tight end. The only reason why I had him in my lineup is due to the fact that Mark Andrews was out. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely not a guy that you're going to keep on your roster week to week, just I depending would say on the this, matchup. Uh, if you haven't picked up Jake Ferguson, I think you definitely should. So he plays the Jets next week, mm-hmm. um, and I hate to say it, but the tight ends were getting pretty open against the Jets. Yeah. Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid were getting lots of targets and lots of catches. So if Jake Ferguson can actually, I don't know, catch the ball, he could have a solid week. I'm mm-hmm. not saying this is my start of the week. I'm just saying you could hold on to him, and especially he might make a return week three, people. I'm going to spoil it right now. He plays Arizona. Oh. That's an easy start. Anybody that plays Easy Arizona. start. But we'll see what his roster percentage is, you know? Yeah. Uh, I will, I will, so, Wea, you said you had Derek Carr? Yeah. Right? Derek Carr. I had Sam Howell played against Arizona. I think he did, like, the same amount. He, did. As, he as, got 15 as, points. Yeah, as Derek Carr. He got one touchdown, one interception, ran in for one, fumbled, but threw for 200 yards. Yeah. Pretty decent outing. We both have Ben Jefferson as our wide receiver side of the week. And, uh... I mean, well, he played football. He played football, and it wasn't <laughs> as great as Puka. No, but um, well, we didn't expect Puka. I yeah, we didn't expect Puka. So at this point, drop Van Jefferson. Or actually, I would say hold on to him. Hold on to him while Cooper Cup four. is injured at the moment until week four. Yeah. 
Uh, but my running back was Samaji Perrine with the Broncos. That was actually not bad. And the crazy thing is, he only had eight snaps. Got 41 yards, but he got four catches for 37 yards. Yep. So in full PPR, he ended the week off. I'm around up here to 12 points. 12 points. So not bad. I feel like, honestly, so in my opinion, Javante Williams is the clear-cut back over there. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but the crazy thing is, is that Samaji Perrine, in terms of fantasy football, outperformed Javante Williams. Yeah, he did. Definitely did. Very surprising. Uh, would I say, I honestly would think if you have Samaji Perrine, you could just fire him up again this week. I he, think so. He I plays would. Washington, and I feel like you'd be fine. But oh, this yeah. might be the last week. Yeah. Uh, my RB, I don't even want to talk about it. Deion Jackson, total of three points. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, didn't expect that. Uh, going into week two, I would drop Deion Jackson. I actually wouldn't even touch any of the RB rooms in the Colts because, I don't know, Zach Moss is, is, is destined to make a return in week two. Unless you want to pick up Zach Moss, I guess that's not bad. Well, I would say stick with the wide receivers I there I would stick the with the wide receivers, and the only one is really Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so. You definitely did better than I did yep. going into week one of our starts of the week. And hopefully I can redeem myself in the RB position going into week two. That's the goal. Yep. Okay, well, you know, as you were saying that, or actually as I listed my last one, I probably should have done the smart thing and pulled up all my starts of the week. Oh, well, I will give you time for that. and well, I, I have one right here. I'm just going to have to multitask. Oh. So, and I, I'm going to say it right now. Or I'll give you the option. Do you want to do snake draft or just regular draft since... Uh, I like Snake Jeff. Let's you want to do Snake, snake again? Can I right. started off because I think you started off last week. Well, do we want to do based on performance or what? Uh, start to the week to see who goes first, or do you want to go first? You can start because you did better than me. Okay, go okay, it. okay. Jeez. I I feel like we do that sometimes, and then just sometimes we completely forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say it right now. I don't think you're gonna like. Uh, Derek Carr. No, it's not Derek Carr. Uh, but I don't think you're going to like it. Hmm. And I know, for me, this is going to hurt to say. <laughs> I say, I swear, bro, if you say Wilson, I'm a... No, Zach? it's okay. not Zach Wilson. Good. I'm, I've am i recovered from my uh, chronic addiction Okay. to Zach Wilson. Um, no, actually, I'm going with uh, <sighs> Baker Mayfield. It's not bad, actually. You know, I'm Chicago. not very mad about that one at all. The reason it hurts for me to say is because he's playing Chicago. Oh, okay. I thought it was really hurt for you to say because you kind of dogged on Baker Mayfield signing with a Tampa. No, Bay no. Bay. I don't care about that. Yeah, you're like, eh. I don't so what? Me. He signed. Whatever. Now you're like, me. going into week two, start him in your lineup <laughs> right now. Always been a fan. Never a bandwagon. You know what I mean? <laughs> I haven't been here since day one. <laughs> day one fan. <laughs> I actually clipped when he dogged on Baker Mayfield to now, I'm going to put them together, post it on Instagram. Uh, but, no, I'm going with Baker Mayfield. So, he's rostered not a lot, but I feel like it's going to go up yeah. just due to the fact waivers have not gone through at the time of us recording this. The crazy thing is is that he rushed a little bit, 11 yards. That gives you another point or so. Uh, but here's where it gets a little wacky. So, he ended off the week with 16 points against Minnesota of all teams. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota fans were not happy. I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. So he ended off the week with 
21 completions for 173 yards, a little bit on the low side, but two passing touchdowns. Hmm, not bad. Uh, he plays Chicago, and anyone who watched the Chicago game knows that Jordan Love just went out and <laughs> destroyed everybody Yeah. on the Bears. Um, I think the Bears should move down to the XFL. There's no reason for them to be in the NFL. So he plays Chicago, and... I believe the wide receivers didn't do too bad, right, if I'm correct? Yeah, uh, they didn't do too bad. Yeah, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Those little, two. Surprisingly, yeah. he actually utilized those two wide receivers. He and did. I thought personally he wasn't. Uh, unfortunately, though, a big hype that I had, Rashad White and Chase Edmonds, uh, did not hit too well going yeah. into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this, though. I feel like Baker Mayfield, you're probably not going to hit 16 again, honestly. You might. You honestly might. I it's the Bears. You know what? You might just hit 40. <laughs> you know what? It's the Bears. Yeah, sure. You know, it's just an easy start. It's like starting against Arizona. Just why not? Yeah. Um, but I would just say, honestly, if I was to guess, I would say anywhere from like 13 to 16. 13 to 16. A decent streamable option. Okay. Okay. Me likey. So go ahead, Wea, with your quarterback. Okay. So going into my quarterback, going into week two. This guy, I'm actually very proud of him, and I'm very thankful for what he did. Is this a proud dad moment? I, this is No, this is not a proud dad moment. It's like, yo, my homie, I rock with you. Like, let me join. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because, bro, this guy did the most beautiful thing in the world and ruined the Chiefs opening Oh, game. boy. Oh, boy. Jared Goff with the Detroit <laughs> Lions. Going into week two, they play the Seahawks. And the Seahawks looked horrible. I hate to say it against the Rams. Tyler Lockett they just, struggled. They didn't look like the 2022, I mean, 2022, yeah, 2021, 2022 season. So did you season. watch uh, the Seahawks game at all? I did on Red Zone. I didn't watch it fully. So and I was the highlights watching it. were not that great for the Seahawks. Yeah, I was watching it off and on. I will distinctly remember one play, or actually two plays because it happened twice. Yeah. Uh, but Geno Smith found... Tyler Lockett in the end zone. Throws it to him. Drops it. One was Tyler Lockett's fault. Another one was just a bad pass. Yeah. But he did it twice. And Geno Smith didn't have a great fantasy week also. No, he didn't, which is a shame because I believe Geno Smith finished, like, top five. Last year, yeah. Last year in fantasy. So, um, But, yeah, Jared Goff is my start of week going to week one, uh, week two. I mean, they're going against the Seattle Seahawks, which we just talked about right now. Obviously, Amonia St. Brown is the number one target for Jared Goff, I and mean, we love that. We definitely love that. And he's always – he had no interceptions against the Chiefs. You know how difficult that is to have no interception against the Chiefs? Not only that, you know how difficult it is to get a win against the Chiefs? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this guy had a total of 35 – Well, you got Kadarius Tony. Yeah, right. It might he be a little, it's a little bit easier, right? Yeah. Um, he had a total of 35 passing attempts. He had a total of 22 completions, and he had one touchdown. Mm. If they weren't going against the Chiefs, I feel like he would have had more touchdowns, relied on Monty St. Brown a lot more. This guy had zero interceptions. Um, looking at the team, uh, besides Jamar Gibbs, Jamar Gibbs looked really good for the RB in the Detroit Lions, but they don't really rely on their, on their RB over there, even though they got David Montgomery. Um, but Monty St. Brown and Josh Reynolds – Look good for uh, Jared Goff. And Sam Laporta, the tight end, mm-hmm. also looked really good for Jared Goff. So Jared Goff just gained more targets during the offseason. And going into week two, I feel confident about going against uh, the Seahawks because not only is it a at-home season opener, they're fired up. 
against beating the Chiefs. If I was, I would, I would be so hyped right now beating the Chiefs. Like I'm the king, I'm him. I'm gonna go into week two and just win and dismantle the the Seahawks defense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they they got that fire going. I hope it stays, you know, lit as it goes into week two. So my week two start a week for QB position is Jared Goff. Nice, nice. Uh, So since you said we want to do a snake, if you want to hit your running back as well. Yes, this one. This guy's one of the major RB waiver wire pickups. Okay, so this might be mine as well. We'll see. Tyler Adir. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's so he's too good not to pass it's up on. So weird saying that due to the fact that Bijan Robinson is RB one, and there was so much hype for him going into the week, and there is still he 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 delivered that hype that everyone wanted. He did. He scored. He did pretty good. But you know, right behind him is two little legs. Algier is still there, boy. Right he's behind still... him is 15 rushing attempts. He's like, how many legs do I have? Two. Let me give you two touchdowns uh-huh. real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know where Tyler Algier came from. I mean, obviously, I will say this. I talked about it earlier. QB sucked. He does. It was horrible. And Sorry, he went against a team that was not great on defense at all. Mm-hmm. If it was like somebody like the the Cowboys, I would totally understand. Yeah. Um, but bro went against the, the Carolina Panthers. Panthers, bro, and couldn't perform. Struggled. He struggled. I. <laughs> so, so Tyler Adair, like you said, had 15 running attempts, which is very surprising, knowing that they were saying that they're gonna give Bajon Robinson the whole workload. Mm-hmm. This guy got 24 points. Yeah. And his RB four. In week one. Yeah. Bro, I we the last I don't know if you remember, but the last four weeks in fantasy football last season, Adrian was amazing. Oh, he was. He made the top five each of that week. And so I was very surprised myself. I think I even told you when they drafted Bajan Robinson, I was like, Why? They have Tyler Adrian. Yep. And so when Bajan Robinson came into the into the mix, I was like, Well, Tyler Adrian is not really draftable unless, you know, he gets hurt and he's the next man up. But looking at this, they found a way to work it. They found a way to work it, and we're seeing another dual RB back that we that we've seen work before in the past, where you can have him on your fantasy team and start him week to week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that snap percentage was fifty six percent, and I'm pretty sure Bajan Robinson was also fifty six percent. Yeah, he was probably definitely up there. But yeah, he even got three targets. He did. PPR, and he I believe he caught three of them. Right? He did. He caught yeah, all he caught them. Caught all three. So. Pretty nice, pretty nice. Uh, obviously, I like it because it's also my start of the week. Yeah, this is kind of crazy how we both have two same starts a week in two weeks. Yeah. Back to back. We're going to keep it up all year. And keep it up all year. They are going against uh, the Green Bay Packers, um, who are coming off an amazing win against the Bears. <laughs> um, But I'm not worried about that at all because they're going to focus more on the RBs. That means Tyler Algier and Pijan Rose are not going to get a hey, lot. Drake London's still there. And uh, let's not forget the GOAT himself, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, there's still the Kyle Pitts performed all right for a tight end. And he actually got more than 3.9 points. Yeah, I feel bad for Drake London owners because he did not get. It's not going to be the same. No, it's not. It's not. If you don't, like, you know Marcus Mariota last year for the when he was a QB for the yeah. Falcons targeted Drake London. I don't know. Maybe because it's a, a new... I don't know if he's a rookie. Is he even, was yeah. he even a rookie? Yeah, maybe because he's a rookie. I don't know. But from right, what I see, it's giving me a flashback of Zach Wilson. It's sophomore year. Yeah. So, so uh, that's over to me yeah. with wide receiver. This one I'm really hyped about. Super hyped. Well, yeah, I'm going to give you some reassurance for your fantasy week because right. you have him. I'm going with Elijah Moore oh. going up against Pittsburgh. You know why. 
Uh, because look at the wide receiver two that played against Pittsburgh last week. Oh, who was it? Brandon Ayuk. 30 points? Hmm? Brandon Ayuk. I feel like I'm getting really overhyped. But the main thing is, is that Elijah Moore led the Browns in targets last week. Yeah, he did. Man. Seven targets, which is crazy. I love to see it. I've been, I hate to say it, I guess I could say it, I've been an Elijah Moore fan since day one. Since he his, was on the Jets before yeah, Aaron he was Rodgers. On the Jets. Uh, because he was good on the Jets. He was. Mm-hmm. But Elijah Moore going up against Pittsburgh, uh, San Francisco absolutely destroyed them. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of safety in starting Elijah Moore. Again, this isn't really one that you're going to find on the waiver board. Waiver board. He's probably already taken. But if he's on your roster, well, uh, start him. <laughs> I would honestly start him. Yeah. I would. Uh, again, you all, this isn't just me saying, oh, start him over like Michael Pittman and Amonra St. Brown. No, you got to evaluate your options. Mm. All right. The only so. thing is, is they're playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I will say this. The Pittsburgh Steelers and Brown game are always close, and I feel like the Steelers yeah. always come out with that win. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to pick who's going to win. Nope. I'm, I'm just saying, I feel like Elijah Moore, we could see the return of Elijah Moore from the Jets. Yeah. When was he – did he even have an, a going an intro, a, a time to show himself? Because With yes. the Jets, it was uh, in 2021 he did. Because the year afterwards, that's when the, the joke came out where the ladies all like – so how do you feel about the offense? Uh, I don't who know. His, who was his QB before Zach Wilson? I, uh, I thought he only played with Zach No, he Wilson. only played with Zach Wilson. But remember, that year Zach Wilson got hurt. Oh, yeah, and those backup QBs So were the in? backup QBs came out, and Elijah Moore was dropping 20 points a game. Yeah, I do remember Zach Wilson that. comes back in, and he can't score. <laughs> huh, something's odd about this. Yeah, the massage man's helping him out right there. He sure is. He's massaging Elijah Moore in the locker room. <laughs> Like, I'm going to pass the ball to you. Don't worry about it. It's that. just only going to be you. I got you. You know? Let's keep quiet about um, this. Amari Gooper? Uh-uh. Yeah. Nope. Never heard of him. I'll make you sign an NDA. Yeah. <laughs> Here, just take this pen and sign. You know what? I'll just take your hand. Ay, ay, ay. So, that's my... Uh, wide receiver side of the week? Wide receiver. Should I snake to my tight end? Or how do we want to do this considering no, we both it. had... Yeah, go you know, I, you, I think so. Okay. Now, Leah, I am proud that this man is back on starts of the week. All right. Oh, my last gosh. I year, know who it is. I know who it is. Last year, nowhere to be seen. I know who it is. Except here and there. I know who it is. My boy. Logan Thomas. No. Dang it. I was so close. I'm going probably not that far back because Logan Thomas is like OG. Man, my, my, my headphones are off. Um, no, I'm going with Dawson Knox. Wow, that is an OG. Now, I know. That they signed Dalton Kincaid, drafted him, and Dalton Kincaid was pretty solid. He got six points. Mm-hmm. Okay, not bad for you know tight end. Yeah, he caught all four targets. Uh, I'm glad to see that he caught the football more than uh, Jake Ferguson. Yeah, um, but Dalton Kincaid caught four targets for 26 yards, ended the night off with six points against the New York Jets. Uh, Dawson Knox caught. Three targets, but he also got the ball four times. Or he caught three catches, was targeted to four. Sorry. But he got five points. So he was right behind um, Dalton Kincaid. They both got targeted the same amount. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Wea, but they're going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I'm not going to go out and watch the game because I don't want to get embarrassed. So I'm going <laughs> to stay home and watch the game. Um I feel like, honestly, Dawson Knox might just get a 
pretty good touchdown. Yeah, and that's all you need. That's all you need is a tight end. Especially that, from or week he'll one. get a few more targets, and he'll actually catch them all. Especially in a week one performance. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah. I was thinking about putting Jake Ferguson on here um, because I believe – who does he play? Jake Ferguson? Yeah, Jake Ferguson plays against the Jets. It's just eh. – <laughs> He said, eh. It's too tough to say. Like I said, I was thinking about it, I think, when we were doing the, the review – um, it's just, I want to see how this week goes because I don't feel like Jake Ferguson is obviously going to get seven targets again. Yeah. Uh, that was because he was playing against the Giants who didn't even show up to the game. <laughs> Sorry, Giants fans. You know, real quick side note, uh, mad respect to the Giants fans that went to the game and sat through the whole game. Yeah. Even when you were down. 40 points. So you still sat there through the whole game. You know, fun fact, uh, the Giants are the only team in the NFL to not score any points in week one. Good for them. <laughs> you know, um, Definitely a standoff team. I was upset, too, because I had a bet that Saquon would score. Oh, no, the defense shut down Saquon. They did. No, Saquon was okay, just not good for Saquon terms. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like, in other league terms, he had a pretty okay week. But if you're equating Saquon to Saquon last year, no, no it was a rough week for sure. It was definitely rough. Um, I wasn't even, like, thinking, like, oh, Saquon's going to, you know, run all the way down the field like Brees Hall, 83 yards. No. I was just thinking, you know, oh, okay, they're going to get down to the goal line and just Saquon. Yeah. Right? Nope. They couldn't even get down to the the red zone. Not even the goal line, just the red zone. They couldn't get down to the red zone. No, they couldn't get anything done. <laughs> it was just, it was just like it was just three and out, three and out. I three turned and the out. game off. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play some games instead. I actually watched the whole thing. You did? That's crazy. Well, I had the bets going. I'm just like, come oh, on, man. I need this to hit. And I mean, then I see they take Dak out, and I'm just like, no, no. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, it's been real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. See you later. So that's my starts of the week. Uh, well, yeah, if you want to go ahead and wide receivers, wide receivers and tight end right. position in football. So well, thank you for clarifying that. Um, so going into week two, my wide receiver, this guy is a rookie and he did pretty well. And I could do to the fact that one of the main target was out. No, it's not the Rams. Puka. Okay. I was about to say, it's not Puka. It's not Puka. I was going to have him as my start of the week, but I'm pretty sure everyone's going to put him in the lineup going into week two, even though they play against the 49ers. I'm I feel like it's a, it's a test week for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm going with um, Zay Flowers, the Ooh. wide receiver with the Baltimore Ravens. Due to the fact that Odom Beckham Jr., Odom Broken Down Jr. Did he play this week? He did, but he only had like three targets and dropped all of them. Okay, sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. And it's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, um, he's we've only known him for the past couple of years for his rushing ability, and Lamar Jackson did not deliver as well as we I thought he, he would. He only got like nine points yeah, this Yeah, he only got six points against the Houston Texans, and they're going against the, the Bengals. I know this is a little bit questionable because I know the Bengals are coming back for a revenge game due to the fact they lost to the Browns. Uh, but Lamar Jackson... For some reason, loved Zay Flowers, the rookie oh, wide yeah. receiver. And going into week two, I know I'm pretty sure that, you know, the, the tight end, number one target, Mark Andrews is going to return, which I'm very happy Slightly. about because I have Mark Andrews. <laughs> well, he needs it. I need it. So going into, you know, week one, though, this guy got targeted 10 times. 
It's by not Lamar quite Jackson. Puka level. It's not Puka level, but he got targeted ten times and he caught nine of them, um, yeah. in a total of seventy-eight yards. He didn't get a touchdown, but he was actually close to getting a touchdown. That's still a good, yep. fantasy outing. Surprisingly, he had two rushing attempts also. Yeah. Um, but he was out there for uh, let's see, eighty-four percent of the snaps. I'm pretty sure it'll be the same out there again going into week two. Obviously, his targets may go down a little bit due to the fact that Mark Andrews is there. But for some reason, I feel like Lamar Jackson loves his flowers. Who doesn't love flowers? I love flowers, right? right? Um, going into week two, I feel like he is going to get a touchdown. All right, and I think he is going to get at least maybe five targets. If he catches like four of those, guess what, dude? You're in a double digits in PPR. That's Zay all Jones, you need. Yeah, Zay Jones is going against the Bengals. I know the Bengals defense is 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 up there, Super Bowl dependent. But look, they lost to the Browns, man. Yeah. And the Browns, I know the offense is also good, but not as good as the Baltimore Ravens should be. Um, Zay Flowers, just point taken, is my wide receiver start of the week going into week two. So, yeah, I'm going. Oh yeah, I forgot you already said your tight end, huh? Yep. My tight end. This guy is actually he was um uh he was on my starts a week a couple times last year. I don't know if you remember. Um but he's a big touchdown dependable guy. Mm. And he actually had a very fun game to watch against the Miami Dolphins. Or uh, I mean going into week 2 he's going against the Miami Dolphins. My bad. And he oh. had an awesome game against the Chargers. Is what I meant to say. Uh but it's going to be Hunter Henry. Ooh. Uh, I don't know why I said the Chargers. They played the Miami in week two, but they, they played, played the, the Miami. E- they're gonna play Miami in week two, but they played uh-huh. the Eagles. And surprisingly, the the Eagles were actually really close to losing that game. Yes, I bet all the Eagles fans were freaking out. Yeah, the the, the Patriots had a chance to win it, uh, but they didn't get a chance. To, so, you know. Also, side note too, Mac Jones had an excellent fantasy week. Exactly, which is very surprising. But Hunter Henry is my start of week going into for tight end is because he had one nine yard touchdown reception. He but, still had five catches. Yeah, he was targeted six times, had five catches, and look. Hunter Henry, I've talked about him before. If you listened to us last year, I've talked about how he needs that one touchdown to save your fantasy week. And that's pretty much any tight end. That's pretty any. much any tight end. But Hunter Henry, for some reason, always hits that one touchdown each week. I feel like he always hits that one touchdown. And with Mac Jones at QB, he was targeted six times by Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is going against the Miami Dolphins. Look, I know. Miami Dolphins, Dolphins balled out. Balled out against the Chargers. Again, one touchdown. That's all I ask against the Miami Dolphins. And Please. I and I know they Please. can get there. And this guy had a nine yard touchdown against the Eagles. If you can get a touchdown against the Eagles, yep. you can get a touchdown against the Miami Dolphins. Again, Mac Jones is the QB, so it is a little questionable. But like you said, he actually did really well against the, the Miami I mean the Miami Eagles. I don't know what's going on with me. I mean <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we need to talk after Yeah, the, the Eagles, right? Um but, yeah, he's also one of those waiver wire pickups going into week two due to the fact yeah. that um, a lot of wires, a lot of tight ends in the perform as well as we, we thought they would. So You already know for a fact a lot of people are going to be dropping a lot of those tight ends. Yeah, Not Evan Ingram, though. Evan Ingram was solid. Yeah, because going into week two before, this is before the waiver, the, the waiver, the waiver wire hits, he's rostered 8% right now. This is before the waiver wire. It's going to go up. It's definitely going to go up between, I think it's probably going to hit like 40%. Yeah, probably. Um, but right now, he is ranked number one tight end in week one. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like he can continue that one touchdown and maybe get like three to four targets also. Hopefully, we're looking for receptions yeah. uh, against the Miami Dolphins. Also, so, too, I mean, so Travis Kelsey might be coming back this week. Yeah. And I feel like 
that is, I hate to say it, I'm not like copping out, but I feel like that's the main reason that Hunter Henry placed where he did because I feel like he wouldn't have been number one if Kelsey was healthy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because Kelsey probably would have been the only one to crack 20. Patrick Mahomes needed Kelsey in week one against Yeah, because Kadarius Tony was just not. Nobody, nobody was, ugh. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. The other tight ends are actually pretty solid. Yeah. They got him touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, you suck. <laughs> I had a bet on you. That's the only reason I say that. I love you, though. But, yeah, so Hunter Henry is my tight end so going into week two. So. so, I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. I will say this, though. I was actually really – I don't know why I did that. I was actually really close to putting Logo Thomas in my start of the week. Ooh. I was this close. I was so close. And good I was like, option. Good option. I was going to gamble a lot, but now I was like, you know what? I think I'll just stay with the safe end with Hunter Henry and getting that touchdown dependable mm-hmm, points. Mm-hmm. But Logan Thomas, it's kind of weird to say. could be making a comeback because that's a name we've talked about back in 2020. Yeah, that was that was the COVID season. Yeah, so – and he was on there week in and week out. Dawson Knox, uh, I believe, was also on that on that list. Was he? Was he COVID year? Or was he? No, year it afterwards? was COVID year because I remember. You, I remember right, COVID yeah. year. You named. So we're Dawson bringing up. back these players that we haven't heard nothing about for a while. For the past three years. But it's good to see them back. Yeah, it definitely is. So she's like Ertz, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but so we're gonna, but can we just talk about just real quick? Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Zero points. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. That's all I was gonna say. Anyway, must be great to be an Eagles fan. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, they won though. They ended the. I guess. A win is a win, right? I guess, right. I'm starting one and zero in my NFL team. I'm starting zero and one in my fantasy team. You know. My goal is to have my record. You know what? You know what's so funny too, because like everybody knows in our league of our record that I'm the main guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the commissioner, and I've each year I've gone five and zero, right? Yeah. So when I have my first loss in week one. You know how many text messages? Really? <laughs> and I work with some of our our, our league uh-huh. members also. You know how many times they like tease me too in, on it, and I'm like, "Yo, relax. Week one. Yep. Chill out. I'm the Bengals right now. We lost. So what? I'm the it Chiefs right now. We lost. So what? It happens. It doesn't matter. You're the Bills. It, I, it does hurt though because I lost J.K. Dobbins, but you yeah. know, it, it, it wasn't I'm, just you lost the week. You lost a main you know player on you your team. You want to know what happened mentally though? So when J.K. Dobbins was out for the rest of the season, Tory Achilles, mm-hmm. I was sad. Definitely sad. I still had a chance to win it. But at the same time, I'm like, what do I do? Right. What do I do? Yeah. What, what am I supposed to do? And then I thought to myself, well, yeah, you have a podcast about fantasy football. Yep. How do you know not what to do? When, what do I do? What do I do? When your point of doing the podcast is to tell people what to do in yeah. situations that you're in right now. So how do you not know what to do? How do I know what to do? And I told you guys what to do. Go to the waiver wire. All right. I would not personally. I would not go and do trades right now. No. I know it's very desperate that you lost J.K. Dobbins, especially if you had him as your RB two, and you don't have any good depth in your in your roster lineup. Okay, I, I have like Antonio Gibson. That's it. I'm like, oh, I need help. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it's still that point in the season. Those first few games of the season. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see players that you just did not expect yeah. start to shine. Yeah. It's yeah. not like week five or week six mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, well, I kind of already know who's good. I've only seen not. that in wide receiver positions, but we've also seen it happen in RB positions. I, recently, I think one of the biggest ones that came up with was um, it was like DeAndre Swift with the with the Lions, and then it was good old 
uh, David Montgomery for a little bit, mm-hmm. and it was even uh, Khalil Herbert. Remember that? Yep. Um, but those guys have not really had like a big game ever since. But that season when they had that, it was great to have him on your roster. It was. And maybe that can happen with some, with some of these RBs or like, on the waiver uh, wire just Deontay for the season. Foreman when McCaffrey left. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've definitely seen it with wide receivers before. We've seen Amon St. Brown come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've seen all kinds of wide receivers come out of nowhere. RBs are a little different. But right now, personally, if you lost J.K. Dobbins and you need an RB going into week two. I agree two, 100%. Hit the waiver wire. Hit the waiver wire first. There's no need to trade no yet. No need to trade yet. Hit the waiver wire first. Because who knows? You might get Puka. And that could Puka. put you in a decent amount of, you know, a decent spot. And you could trade Puka for someone who's not paying attention. Yeah. And realize, oh, Cooper Cup's coming back. Yeah. But you can trade him before that, like a week or so before that. And I'm, I'm going to be totally hype. honest with you. I made trades right after he got – I offered trades to people. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was just like – I got rejected a couple times, obviously. And I was just like, you know what? I, I don't feel comfortable trading right now. I think I'm just going to hit the waiver oh, wire. I agree. In my opinion, that's the best thing you can do. Yeah. Just check out the waiver wire. It's still early in the season. You could still get an RB one star player you could. in week two, going into week two. A so. lot of the times, I hate to say it, those star players are just on the waiver wire. Yeah. They're not players people drafted. No, definitely not. So, all right. So that's it for uh, this episode. It. Yeah. All right. Uh, you have anything else to say before I send us off here? Uh, don't freak out about your placement yet. Yeah. Don't start making crazy trades. Don't start accepting crazy trades from people. It's week one. It's week one. A lot of people freak out week one. That's a lot of overreaction. There is for sure. So. Uh, I would say just stay calm about that. I will say this because we're not recording on a Wednesday. Uh, but this is for your Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. We usually say this uh, every start of the week, but make sure you take those players playing in the Thursday night game out of your flex spot. Because if you do that, it gives you more wiggle room. You still have that flex spot open. So if another main player goes down, you can still put them in a flex, running back, wide receiver, yeah. tight end, quarterback, whatever you play. Just make sure you take them out of that flex because it will give you more maneuverability around the week if something happens in case something happens not that we're hoping something will it's just in case it's like yeah so it's a precaution precaution so all right cool thank you i forgot about that thanks for bringing it up i'm glad i told you when i play you this week (laughs) oh yeah fun fact before i send this off the two co-hosts are going against each other in week two of fantasy football so then i believe it's so early in the season too so we should play twice i think this year. yeah do you know our record I don't. I th- I think you beat me. Uh, I think I have a losing record against you. Do I? We got to look that up. Yeah, we're going to find out. But, um, but yeah, guys, um, the two fantasy football uh, podcast hosts are going against each other in week two. you beat me last year. I think I did. But what? So the past two years then, I probably beat you? I think so. Yeah, we'll look into that. I don't know. Um, but, my head. but, yeah, so we're going against each other in week two. So next episode... Um, we're One of us is going to be really quiet. No, 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 no. One of us is taking over the show because <laughs> what's the point of having another guy if they lost, right? Exactly. So, like we don't we don't put losers on this. No, show. No, no, we put winners. You know, we 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 we. we. I'm sick. Could you imagine that? I'm here joined with uh, just me. Just because me. I'm the winner. I see. It says right here. I am dot dot dot. What is that? Oh, I'm him. What? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so funny. We might have to do a bit for that. I'll spoil <laughs> that right now. That'd be funny. So, but yeah. So we're going against each other in week two. So it's gonna be definitely fun to watch, or panic about. <laughs>
We're going to try and watch it. We're going to be a little busy Thursday, but yeah. we're going to try and watch Thursday night game. So, so anyways, thank you all for tuning into the FS Podcast, also known as Fantasy Sports Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger and the FS Podcast, you know, go ahead and follow our social media accounts. Our Instagram and Twitter accounts could be at the real FSP. Again, it's going to be at the real FSP. FSP, my bad. So go ahead and give those both a follow and a like. If you guys got any questions for us, go ahead and DM us or tweet us at those platforms. And if you guys got any, also, if you guys want to email us, my bad, our email is in the description of the podcast. Also, our YouTube, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's going to be uh, the FS Podcast or the Fantasy Sports. We'll be uploading during this season. We will be uploading during this season. So go ahead and get that subscription. Also, no matter what kind of platform you guys are listening to this episode, uh, podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead and click that so you guys can get notifications when we upload our next episode. And... If you guys are listening on Spotify, what you can do is go ahead and rate the show. And if you guys are only listening on Apple Podcasts, what you can also do is write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that if we could do, so we could do better for you guys in the next episode. Again, we're going into week two. Going into week two, my bad. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't overreact. Have fun with it. It's only week one. Don't worry about it. Look at the waiver wires. See who you can pick up. Again, like Jagger said, the waiver wire going into week two for the last couple of years always have a top um, fantasy player. Mm-hmm. On the list, it's always somebody that's going to. Kenneth Walker was the same way. Yeah, Kenneth Walker was definitely the same way. So there's always somebody on the waiver wire that's going to blow up all of a sudden and be one of the fantasy Kyrie targets. Kyrie so Williams. We, we fun to find out. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so don't overreact in, uh, going into week two, and actually, good luck going into week two. So, uh, yeah, I think I got it all. Huh? I believe so. I wasn't do like an amazing outro and be like, "See you later" or something, something. Alligator and peace out. I I couldn't think of nothing, bro. So I'm just gonna be like this. <gasps> End it. <laughs>